Salutations. Welcome to Spiritual Blitherings, Philosophical Ponderings, and Everything Ramblings at the Hopeful Humanist Cafe. I'm your host, Steve, the Hopeful Humanist, and this is a Just Some Guy production. Today in episode 26, entitled Mindfulness is Hard, I'm going to talk about my experience with my attempts at being mindful. But before I do, I'd just like to explain myself right now in terms of an apology I had to post on my webpage at Podbean. My apologies, but the audio content for this episode is temporarily unavailable. It seems that I was posting audio files over previously recorded audio files. I was, I was replacing them. At one point, I had the same audio file for episodes 25, 26, 27, which must have been very confusing. It was very confusing for me. I realized that uh, I wasn't taking the time to name the specific audio files that I was creating. And uh, after figuring out that confusion, I was able to rectify things and discovered that I did do backups for episode 25 and 27, but I didn't do a backup for 26. So I got to start from scratch. So I guess this is not a one take unedited experience. This is take two. And uh, I'm not even going to try to attempt to replicate what I did the first time. It just doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't feel authentic. I just want to have uh, the experience of talking about mindfulness from this new point uh, in time, as opposed to going back and imagining uh, the other point in time around December. When did I originally make this episode? December 12th. Now we're into January 2020. I'm actually making this file after this episode, after my episode 27. So all the stuff in the show notes uh, that I compiled on the December 12th, they remain to be in the show notes. Everything's there. The showcase uh, reference is a book by Robert Wright, Why Buddhism is True. I also had some information about another book by How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan. And one that I didn't read, but it's going to be on my to-read list. I think too much, how to, change, how to channel intrusive thoughts. So I'm going to have to get to that one because it looks like it could be very exciting. So I'm just going to jump in. Uh, the word of the day is hubris. Uh, you know, maybe the, I was showing a little bit of hubris and thinking that I uh, had everything figured out in terms of how to publish my episodes, took a couple shortcuts and then created some complications, and uh, because I didn't back up, I, I lost an episode there. So in terms of hubris, one of the stories I remember in Greek mythology is about Icarus, who has the wax wings, and he flies too close to the sun. His wings melt, and then he has this unfortunate free fall. Uh, so I think there's just a caution in, in, in life that... Sometimes we don't want to assume that we're always good to go and, and we might need to 
slow things down, do a double take, uh, do a double check, and, and make sure that we have everything in place. Sometimes I think, you know, in terms of uh, humanity and, and science, we're, we're more confident about some things than I think we should be. If, if we're honest, we can recognize that there's a lot of things that we really don't understand. We still don't even understand consciousness. And there's the whole, like, freedom of the will challenge. But so often we, we talk in these exact confident terms. And so my t-shirt idea for today it, it is connected to this idea of human hubris. And it's, it's just a cautionary thought. So I, I picture this on a t-shirt. The apex of evolution. The crown of creation. Yeah. Have, as an alter, alternative uh, to this idea of yeah, like whatever. And we, we, can, we can do well, I think, if we take some time to slow down. We, at times, are living at a pace that I think is unsustainable. I described it in the show notes as we're, like we're living on the hedonic treadmill, you know, chasing after pleasures and things, and it's swirling around in, you know, the, the rat race of uh, this thing called life or, you know, the comparing ourselves to the Joneses. And there could be some benefit to us just slowing down. And that's what mindfulness is all about. But, but it's hard, and I'm, I'm going to get to that. The novel first sentence that I'd like to share is from October 6, 2018. It's a part of a Twitterature experiment I was uh, attempting in terms of creating a Twitterature novel that uh, lost some, it lost its momentum. But anyhow, it was fun at the time. And uh, the, the name of this Twitterature novel was called Hashtag Off Script Living. And uh, so, you know, anyone out there who wants to write the great Canadian novel, um, perhaps this might be one of the ideas that you consider in, in terms of a novel first sentence. Janice was a psychonaut who decided to put down his flight plans after a bad trip that woke him up to the dream he had been living. He realized the real business in life was a spiritual journey and he had been living in bad faith. So that's why I put the reference to Michael Pollan, uh, How to Change Your Mind, because if you're curious to know more about what a psychonaut would be, that would be uh, the perfect read. And it's just something, something playful. But I think I'm going to build on this idea in, in an upcoming episode. There's a, a podcast called Very Bad Wizards, and they like talking about philosophy, psychology, uh, but they also like their amateur movie critics. And they like looking at different movies that are coming out, powerful movies that have uh, struck them as being uh, significant. Uh, and, and also different 
pieces of literature, different novels, different books. And uh, I was thinking for a future episode, what we might do is uh, together start to think about, instead of you know, dissecting a uh, classic novel that we might start working on the beginning of a, a novel that uh, could be something that grows itself into a an authentic manifestation, like something that you know you you eventually publish. But yeah, we'll just put that on the back burner. So mindfulness. I I, I have in the the show notes here the chop wood carry water thing to do when you find yourself unfulfilled and craving for more on the hedonic treadmill that's swirling about in the middle of the hectic rat race called life is to try and bring it back to a mindful breath and just slow things down. So well, what is mindfulness? I mean, there's a lot of literature out there, number of different books, different podcasts, it, to kind of simplify and streamline what it is I think we're talking about when we talk about mindfulness is focusing on the breath. Right? You're coming home from work, you're, you're coming home from uh, an experience that was maybe somewhat exhaustive or stressful. You, you want to replenish yourself. You, you want to get away from thinking about you know what you should have said in that moment but you didn't say or you know what the future is going to look like down the road once you finally get that job promotion that you've been waiting for and it stirs us up and it creates an inner dis-ease and so the thing that we might be able to do that could give us some benefit might be to figure out how to get into the here and the now moment. That's what mindfulness is all about. It's about breathing consciously, deliberately, taking a, a deep, slow in-breath, being mindful of the breath, counting that breath, and then breathing out slowly and mindfully and being aware of the out-breath. Now, this is where the idea of hubris comes in. Sounds easy, right? Like when, when, when we talk about this, you know, just being mindful of your breath, breathing in, breathing out. The thing is we have monkey mind. That's a, a Buddhist idea, I believe. But our mind is, is always active. We're always thinking. Things are just kind of coming into our mind's eye, demanding for our attention. And so slowing things down, I think is actually very hard. I think mindfulness, well, at least for me, mindfulness is very difficult. It's something I like to do while I'm sitting out on the front porch on a lawn chair that I put out there. If I have a headache um, in terms of my concussion, I like to go outside, I like to just do some mindful breathing, breathing in, recognizing the breath, breathing out, recognizing the breath. But what happens all too soon is I, I discover that my mind is wandering. 
And so much so that it's like, you know, is it even worth it? Like, can I do this? This just seems impossible in a sense. So my way of getting around this, instead of holding myself to this standard of just being in the moment and mindful of my in-breath and mindful of my out-breath, I've kind of turned it more into a game, just trying to recognize how often my mind wanders. And I think that even that, if that's where you're at in the mindfulness game, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at, that there are a lot of benefits because then you can recognize how quickly your mind's eye can be grabbed by a thought that you didn't ask for. There are these intrusive thoughts that just kind of pop into our head and pull us in these different directions into the past, into the future. And one of the things that we can do is just recognize and say, okay, uh, my mind is wandering. Okay, I'm going to try to go back to the breath. And when you're doing that, just trying to be aware of all the things that are going on around you. Like right now, I'm looking out my front window. The street lights are on and I can see the snow sparkling as it crosses the path of the light. It's mesmerizing. I can see the tree out front. I can see someone clearing their car from the snow from their car and and I'm here and I'm in this moment and then what happens boom I'm like what I'm gonna have for dinner I haven't started preparing dinner yet and as I'm walking around pacing back and forth then I become aware of the clutter on the table I'm like oh, I'm gonna have to fix up this clutter it just gets a little bit overwhelming but in terms of recognizing that mindfulness is hard and being compassionate with oneself. You're like, okay, so my mind wandered. There it is. Now I'm going to go back to the breath. Just going back to the breath and being gentle with yourself and recognizing that to empty yourself of those intrusive thoughts is a really difficult thing to do. And even if you can't completely stay with the in and the out breath and you get pulled in different directions, that in itself is still a helpful activity to engage in because it brings to mind, it brings to awareness that whatever we give our attention to, we in a sense water, nurture, and bring to life. And the question I think would be, what are the things in terms of this moment, if you're looking for some calm, what are some things that are worth attending to? And we can find that there's something refreshing in the thought of, well, how about I just return to my breath? And by doing that, we slowly move away from the stress response and slowly, hopefully, 
move into the relaxation response where we can create some calm and a sense of confidence in ourselves to manage the roller coaster emotions of life. So I'm not going to attempt to completely capture everything I did in my last episode. There are some things that perhaps I didn't touch on in uh, the show notes and that's okay. I think that it's still helpful information. But I, I wanted to put something out sooner than later to address, number one, uh, the, the importance of mindfulness in, in terms of uh, a strategy, one of many strategies to stand up to stress, to stand up to anxiety, to stand up to depression. And that the benefits of doing that is it allows us to create a calm in our life where we can actually be in the here and the now. And there is that thought out there from different minds in different fields that thinks that the only place happiness really resides is in the here and the now. So wherever you are, if this is one of those moments where you find that you got a case of that monkey mind, perhaps it's time to grab your journal, do some journaling, work on that great Canadian novel or whatever novel that you might want to work on. Maybe it's doing some yoga. or some core stretches. Maybe it's going for a walk outside, enjoying the weather. Maybe it's spending time with someone that you care about. Or perhaps it's doing some mindfulness practice of a mindfulness practice of breathing and, and just creating a, a, a place of stillness. So thank you for joining me at the Hopeful Humanist Cafe. My apologies that uh, instead of a one take unedited experience, this is a take two, uh, but yet uh, this take is also in its usual raw format. And once I get this out there, we can, we can move forward. And I'm thinking that the idea that I want to plant is that uh, maybe we'll explore the possibility of creating a character, just talking about some ideas related to a character that we might create for a story that we'd like to tell. I think everyone has one story at least in them that is worth sharing and that would resonate and strike a chord with someone else. And for that to happen, we just got to put some work into it. Oh, hey, here's Lilu. Lilu is my cat. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Lilu saying thank you for joining us at the Hopeful Humanist Cafe. We look forward to our next neighborly moment. And until then, peace and take care.